Alright everyone, welcome to Birdcast, the only podcast recorded inside a live Avery. And today, Birdman Jad is just going to have a simple chat about some very interesting bird things. Hi everybody, how are you going? Okay, so today, I've just come down from up at the cages and uh, I've just been up there, so I thought I'd have a little talk about just setting up your nest boxes. So... Uh, as we've said before, we've got normal scarlet-chested parrots. So I've been up and um, actually caught the birds up. Uh, we've quickly checked the birds to make sure that their their weight is okay. Obviously, in the next uh, few weeks, um, it'll 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 tend to warm up a little bit. So they'll be thinking about laying and things like that. So we've gone up and just done a bit of a routine check as the boxes were going in, caught up the male and the female birds, checked them for weight, um, everything seemed fine. If you feel things aren't right, and you know, if your birds are a little bit light, uh, probably a good time to, to worm them. But obviously if you worm them, you must hold the boxes out then, don't you? Otherwise you'd be putting a little bit of stress on the bird if you then included the nest box as well. So, but yeah, so been up, got the nest boxes, um, They'd been um, cleaned out as we spoke last time, given them a good clean out, disinfected them. Um, then we've um, obtained some of the nest material and uh, we can put up some posts of that um, and some photos of that later and virtually put the boxes in. As I was telling you the other day, we've, we've actually had them had digging in the ground so we did have it one year before that the hens started laying in the seed dishes unfortunately there's not much you can do to stop birds um, from laying you know some people say oh well don't put the nest boxes in and they won't lay well that's not the case all the time Uh, we've had them actually lay on the ground or lay in the nest box uh, sorry in the seed dish so yeah so we think it's about time uh, that they go in it will take uh, a few days or a week for the hens to start entering um, and then probably another couple of weeks after that before the birds would start laying which was probably close to more September so with a little bit of luck then the weather should have um, warmed up. One other thing I was just going to talk about I was reminiscing a little bit on some photos uh, last night and we used to keep quite a few pairs of uh, mutation Uh, scarlet chested parrots and I dug up some old pictures um, old photos that I'd taken and some short videos of our birds and I was quite intrigued to see now that the standard of birds that seem to be around these days so what I mean by that is we bred um, the white chested scarlet parrots and over a number of years we got them just about pure white and that's probably how they should be in the chest that's the whole idea of um, when the birds are called a a white chested um, it you expect to see the the complete whiteness of the chest of the bird so again we can um, put up a few photos on on a couple of the birds that we had back then Um, then we obviously introduced what they were calling australia was violets I technically don't think they are a violet that we have in Australia. They're more of a, um, probably a cobalt or something like that, but definitely not violets because when you would make two of them together, 
you should have got like a rich purple bird, but it was actually going more of a, a blackish bird, which would indicate that it, that the birds um, were carrying something else and not violets. But one of the other favourite little birds we had was what we called a pastel scarlet-chested parrot. And, um, so the white-chested um, pastel, which was a blue bird, and they were extremely, extremely light, like a light sky blue bird on the backs and the wings and very white in the chest and um, it's really hard to sort of find those type of birds anymore so I, I think what happens with a lot of people when they start breeding they sort of introduce other mutations of the scarlets and mix it all up and then it's very very hard to actually then get the true bird that you started with because once you start mixing other birds together and it could be sea greens or par blues or these other type of scarlet mutations it's very hard then to just get the initial bird um, back the you know the um, the standard color so yeah just going through a lot of the photos and then like most people uh, looking on some of the bird sites you'll you'll see a number of different colored scarlet chested parrots and um, some of them even to me I don't know what they are these days some of the colors they have in them but and I know they've come a long way in probably five or six years that we haven't had them, but um, there's certainly a lot of colours out there. But, um, yeah, so they're just a couple of things um, that, I, that I've, I've noticed. But definitely now if you, if you are considering and putting nest boxes in, definitely need to catch the birds up. Like I said, check your birds over. Make sure everyone's happy. Make sure those boxes are um, nice and dry. The potting mix is all nice and fresh or your, your nesting materials so that, once they start to go inside the box and start to lay eggs, that, that they'll, they'll certainly be happy. The other thing I did notice last night is we've had some torrential rains here in the last few days in Perth. And it um, doesn't matter how watertight you think your cages are, um, well, especially ours anyway. Other people may have a better system, but when the, when the water comes in from all angles and the wind's as bad as it is, it tends to get in. So uh, you really need to be... Just up there checking that uh, there should be no reason, but sometimes, you know, that if you've got your seed bowls a little bit close to the front of the aviary or something like that and you get wild winds whizzing around and rain, I have seen it in the past, you can get the seed could get a little bit damp or something like that, so obviously you can't afford for that problem to happen, so you need to... Just check, go through, make sure all the seed's fine. We're quite lucky because all our seed is at the back of our cages and then we've got the walkway. But I did notice halfway down the cage, I've got like a little platform where we will put some live food and some of that was damp, So, which I was quite shocked to see because it really had to blow a fair way to get back up under there, but it obviously has. Some people obviously have got fully covered roofed cages, but... Um, as I've said in the past, ours are sort of 75-25, so 25 of it being open to the elements, so wind and rain do do funny things at times, so just need to make sure, go through. The other thing I, I did find um, yesterday is we had a one of our little uh, white-eared mast finches jump, um, so just be on the ball if you've got young birds coming out. Um, I actually decided to put it back in the nest. I was lucky enough to know where it had come out of. It did jump another time, a couple times, but then has stayed in there. Um, only until to this morning again, uh, finding he's out again. So I've moved him into 
um, another aviary where the parents can fly through one of our tunnels and put him in the brush and every he seems happy now but yeah just keep an eye on those types of things when these real wintry days are about you can still have young finches that will will come out of the nest and if you don't keep an eye on them unfortunately you sometimes you can lose them so um, yeah that's just another thing the other thing I, I did do um, yesterday is I, I actually put up a bit a little bit of clear sheeting I have got some um, areas where we let a bit of um, wind more so or when I say wind or sea breeze in the summertime uh, to cool the aviaries down a little bit but I noticed yesterday we really had a howling gale and it was cold um, it was like forming like a a bit of a wind tunnel up the walkway so I actually blocked that off yesterday to just make sure that you don't want any really really bad drafts or winds bellowing up through your walkway or getting into your aviaries you need your birds to be able to get out of um, that sort of thing so there's just a few things you have to monitor when you get these real stormy conditions and the strong winds obviously not so sure on the east coast or anywhere else that you are but Last night we did have some really, really bad wind storms and um, obviously was pretty keen this morning to make sure that everything was okay. Uh, just check that your perches haven't blown down or, you know, something silly, just anything that may upset your birds before you have to duck off to work or or something like that. Just quickly go through the aviaries if you are able to to just make sure that everything's everything's okay and the, and, and the birds are fine. Um, I did even notice one of the doors was was rattling a little bit just because the winds were so bad it was just a little bit of movement in the door so I actually put something up against the door something solid that wouldn't blow over overnight so you don't want a door like even the smallest bit of movement or banging or a little bit of noise at night that may may spook your birds because if they're not used to it um, they can quite you know spook quite easily so definitely stormy conditions are not ideal for birds but obviously you know we all we it all happens so um, just a few things keep an eye on everything make sure everything's okay make sure you've got no loose roof sheets or anything silly like that um, any overhanging stuff and we do have a lot of that with like might be some palms or some uh some trees for obviously we try and shade the cages in the summertime just make sure that they're not um, hitting the cage at night hitting the roof hitting a wire or something like that with the with the bad winds and uh, if they are you obviously just give them a quick trim and make sure that nothing's hitting hitting the cage at all that might may trigger the birds off so uh, just a few things there so probably got away with away from what I was initially talking about was the placement of the um the nests and um, for our neophemas but just a few other things that I've noticed in the last three days because we've had it fairly bad here so but yeah just a couple things you need to just be mindful of all right then see ya bye all right everyone well I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Birdman Dad talking remember we have an Instagram Birdman underscore dad and a YouTube channel, Birdman Dad. All right, everyone. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episodes. Goodbye for now.